So I've been reading lately, and the books I've read are Later by Stephen King, um, The Life We Bury by Alan Askins, um, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs uh, by Chuck Klosterman, and I read A Devil in a Blue Dress by Walter Mosley. So, this is like uh, my taste right now. Let me know if you recommend other similar books. They're pretty much uh, fiction books, but they have like, it's like realistic fiction. It has components where um, there's surreal characters. Um, It's in the real world for the most part, but then there's just a few imaginative characteristics that make it uh, interesting. So later by Stephen King, and the life we bury by Alan Askins are similar in a lot of ways. In later, um, the protagonist is uh, has a troubled um, childhood, adolescence, and young adulthood, but he finds ways to move forward and grow and develop. Um, he comes from a single parent home his mother raises him um she can provide for him in a lot of ways but issues arise with other family members as things tend to happen in many families there's ups and downs um but his gift or his quote-unquote power is that the protagonist can see dead people and with that talent um people want to utilize him and he's um brought to the interactions of shady characters and so forth and he has to deal with his circumstance which can be traumatic and also overwhelming in many cases, but he's put to the test. And in the end, it's a good news. He finds out who his father is and stuff like that. But then, um, the life we bury um, is similar in the sense that there's a troubled youth again. And, uh, he comes from a single parent home. I would say his mother is more self-destructive. Um, the protagonist is more of a burden because his only sibling is his younger brother who's autistic. So he has the burden of taking care of his younger brother. So that can be stressful and difficult. And that adds to his problems. Um... And he has no special gift or talent, but he's just trying to better his life, get an education, 
um, remove himself from his circumstance and live his own life. But the trepidations of his upbringing keep coming back to him and he's forced to deal with that. And then he takes it upon himself to, in a way, for a class, become like an investigator of like a supposed uh, closed case and is able to reopen the case. And he has to like do detective work in a way. Um, and at the same time, try to become a better person due to his poor circumstance from his like upbringing. So that one has a lot of twists and turns and it deals with the main culprit initially being a Vietnam War veteran that's accused of like murder and a lot of other crimes. So those two books have some things in common because they both involve killing, investigative work to a certain extent, and coming from a troubled upbringing and having that weigh on their conscience as they try to move forward and improve their circumstance. And then I'm just trying to give you like a synopsis without exposing the nitty gritty stuff that are like the twists and turns of the books, like the characters' names and like the revelations, the things that are revealed in towards the end or major chapters. And then similar again in The Devil in a Blue Dress by Walter Mosley. Um a guy who also comes from a bad situation. In this case, the protagonist is black and it's like post-World War II era. So his issues are overwhelming even more because he has like the whole broken home situation, but he's also socially and economically disenfranchised. And things are even more um divisive in that era and time for minorities and African Americans and he finally has his home and he wants to make mortgage payments and fulfill a decent life which hasn't been granted really as much to his ancestors and he's in this post World War Two era and he even served um, during World War Two, and in order to get him out of this sticky situation where he needs money to pay his mortgage and he just got laid off of his job, um, he takes a shady job to find a girl, the devil in blue dress, and a lot of people are interested in this girl. And he has to go through a lot of shady situations, um, a lot of weird developments and interesting 
issues arise as he's trying to find the girl and bring her to the person that pays him to find the girl. So he also has to do investigative work and detective work in a sense. And he meets a lot of strange characters along the way. People that make matters worse. People that reveal interesting information. All for he can find this girl that is captivating to a certain person. And there's a few different people who are interested in the girl. And the girl's always um, on the run. Because... Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but but because she does certain things. And even, like, when they expose the girl, her true nature is revealed, and it's kind of jaw-dropping. <clears throat> and then with Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs, um, that one is more of, like, an essay form book, where... Each chapter is like a short story essay. It's more of an essay um, because it looks at pop culture, whether it's through movies, TV shows, music, and it gives like a a thought-provoking opinion about it, like certain things like the real world, the TV show, and how it influenced society, and then popular musicians like uh, Billy Joel and what they were intending to do with certain albums. And it just gives like a satirical point of view of a lot of things that pretty much plan and develop society or influence society that we take for granted because pop culture demands uh, how you dress, how you generally think, the type of relationships you go for, um, the type of hobbies you have, what's um, respected as jobs, um, what type of car you should drive, what type of lifestyle you should be living. And all those things play an important role in um, the society, especially like in American culture, because America dictates usually how other countries will um, develop their pop culture too, because American culture through each decade changes and is progressed through different forms of media, um, whether what we see on the news, what type of entertainment we have, like TV shows and movies. And it dictates a lot that subconsciously that you don't even realize. Like for one example, he talks about in the real world, like each real world, real world season, it has like a, stereotypical character and the character is usually intense and one-dimensional like you have like the black guy that's like militant and it's all about like 
society's fucked up. Um, this is how we've been treated. And it's even though it's educational and he has reference, but he's always like angry and being angry won't solve the problem, but he just like imposes his intelligence of the issues in society that a lot of people take for granted and he provokes other people because it's not like each individual is the cause of those problems. And then they have like the gay person. The gay person is always like extremely effeminate. Um, the only dimension to their character is being gay, even though they should have like interests and dislikes and not everything should be gay about them. But like the real world, they would have like the jock douche that like only cares about like sports, drinking, banging chicks. And these like one dimensional characters is like how people started like developing in society through like the long stance that the TV show was on air. So when you meet a person, they had to be to fit like a category. They couldn't be like a black person that likes poetry, but also likes sports, that also likes hip hop, but also likes rock and roll, that also does something like drives a truck or something like that. Like it couldn't be like a person that like likes to read, but also likes sports. And that's how it started developing in society through pop culture. Like each one of your friends was like a specific character, like a caricature of like the category they fit in. And the real world <coughs> helped that dynamic develop because you were considered weird or too different if you didn't fit a category. It's almost like high school for a certain extent. It's like in high school, everybody has their clique and each clique is like you're either like the nerd or you're like the jock or you're like the the pothead or you're like one of those things and it was impossible for somebody to have a fluid personality where he could be a little bit of both like so that influenced pop culture and then music is also the signs of the times like uh bob dylan when he writes about um wanting peace and wanting for individuals to have true freedom and to have like equality and he did it in kind of like a soft-spoken offbeat um interpretation through his music that was like the signs of like the 60s and like counterculture so how that had an impact on society because usually like art imitates life and vice versa life imitates art so 
it's important to see all these things happen in society. But he gives Chuck Kloss, Klosterman gives like a like a a joking manner to it that keeps it interesting. But it's it's cool to find that you notice a lot of things in society are influenced to you. And then that's how people start to operate. And if you don't follow that paradigm of like what's popular, like even for now, this book I think was Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs were probably written like a few years ago. And he's also of an older generation, like Generation X or something like that. Because he makes references to 80s and 90s things. And some 2000s, like early 2000s. But even like today in like 2021, like the past like decade from like 2010 to now, like the Kardashians, like the Kardashians, like keeping up with the Kardashians and that whole culture uh, from the TV show, um, it really impacted society. Like now there's like a type of girl that's like a Kardashian girl, you know, like a girl that has like plastic surgery, that like has a fit body, that wears makeup a lot, um, and that uh, lives that type of lifestyle where she wants like expensive things and she wants like the best purse, the best dress, the best car, the best house, and she is kind of like an entrepreneur. So that developed a whole category of people. And that's solely because of the long running show that has been on air for longer than a decade. So like stuff like that, what we see on TV and what we see in movies really impacts us. Like when you see like a movie, like a romantic comedy a movie, and it shows, like, a Woody Allen movie, for example, where it's, like, the nerdy, intellectual, um, awkward character that always makes everything in life about a joke or about, like, his awkward footing where he doesn't, like, know exactly what to say to the girl to swoon her off her feet, um... That has become a caricature for a guy, uh, especially during that time. So, is this interesting for Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs? It's, more, it's not really a novel. It's more of like um, just something to think about. But the other three novels are pretty interesting, and the twists and turns really like um, kept me reading. So... Let me know what you think of those uh, four books and if you read anything similar or recommend something that you think I should read. Okay, bye.